Welcome to Assassination, which usually is on Friday, but today it's on Wednesday, the 14th of July, 2021. I have uh, like a lot going on this week, and Friday is a special day for me. So my mom retired, so she's actually getting her luncheon that we've been waiting for, so really really exciting and you know it's exciting new life for my mom and after working as long as she has and as hard as she has she has earned her retirement and now we get to celebrate it with everybody from work and you know my brother and my sister-in-law coming tomorrow uh, friday for the luncheon and it's just gonna be so much fun but anyway so that's why i'm doing this wednesday but i also wanted to do it on wednesday because I couldn't wait. <laughs> Tomorrow, by the way, is Thursday, and I will do my regular show, The Sassy Show, live on my Facebook page. So all you gotta do is look for my name, Stephanie Dolce. You'll see my picture. It's my personal page, mind you. You'll look, see my picture. You'll see I have like 3,500 people that follow me on my page. That's the one. That's the Stephanie Dolce. There are a lot of Stephanie Dolce's in the world, by the way, though. FYI. Okay. Anyway, but there's only one really me, okay? Only one real Stephanie Dolce. That's me, okay? And by the way, if you didn't know, my last name, Dolce, means sweet. So when you see me on Twitter as Stephanie Sweet, that's what my last name means. It means sweet, even though sometimes I'm very sarcastic. <laughs> I can't help it. It's who I am. Okay. So why am I doing this on Wednesday, too? I mean, I could have done this tomorrow and did a double whammy, but I'm not that crazy. Um... Okay, so I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna start with Jets. <laughs> I'm gonna start with the Jets. So today is the day before Doomsday. Okay, before Marcus May needs to be signed to a long-term deal, which looks very unlikely. Which, if you go back to last season, Remember, he did not want to sign Robbie Anderson. He didn't want to bring back Sam Darnold's best weapon. But I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna say this. Um Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. But Joe Douglas convinced Ryan Griffin to sign a three-year contract in 2019. Because you know why he signed that contract? I'm going to tell you right out why, why he had him lock up him for three years. Because the year, the, the deal wasn't that big. Okay. Um, it's $10.8 million. And he only got 4 million. He only got 4 million guaranteed out of that 10. And he hardly played last year. I don't even think he even played. I don't remember even seeing him on the field, to be quite honest. But he, I think he played maybe what, a little bit. But so Joe Douglas resigned him. Look what he signed him for. Three years, $10.8 million. Do you really 
think he's going to sign Marcus May? He he's getting he's getting right now one year at ten million six hundred twelve thousand, right? But but you know the Jets wanted to offer him something that was twenty percent lower than the tag amount. Do you really think he's going to get signed? I'm going to tell you flat out no. And I've been saying this since the beginning. First of all, JD plays great poker. He plays his hand of poker very well with you fans. And you fans bought it hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, sinker. He said the same shit with Jamal Adams, by the way. Oh, we really want him to stay. We're going to sign him to a long-term deal. He said about Sam Donald, oh, we want Sam to continue here with the Jets. Sam has so much talent. We want to see him, you know, blossom here with the Jets. And he said it now with Marcus May. We, we are working on getting a long-term deal done. When are you freaking people going to understand what the Jets are doing? When are you going to understand it? They're going on the cheap, people. But that's what you all wanted. You wanted to rebuild this team with young talent. Well, guess what? That's all you got on this team. You have no veterans. And then I see people tweeting about, like, the, the veteran quarterback. Oh, well, you know, he, you know, Nick Foles, and we're not going to get Nick Foles. Okay, number one. Number two. Number two. Then you have Hoyer, and then blah, blah, blah. And then people going, well, we don't really need a veteran quarterback right now. Yes, you do. You need someone to be a mentor to Wilson, to Morgan, and to White. They're young. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They need to have someone to ask questions to. They need someone who's had experience. You have no leadership on this team. I'm sorry, if you think Jamison Crowder is a leader, when is he going to be on the field? He's hurt. He's injury prone, like almost like all the time he gets hurt. Hamstring, hamstring, knee. I mean, I can go on. You have Marcus May for one more year as a leader on this team, on the defensive side of the ball. But you don't have an actual team leader, one that, leads the team on both sides of the ball. Like, you know, like a, an actual leader on this team. There are no leaders. And then everybody was so excited about signing Moses. Hello? He's left, I don't know how many freaking games last year with injuries. I pointed it out on Twitter. But all of you are like, oh, look, our offensive line got better. Why do you think Washington didn't want him, you dweebs? Because he's injury prone. That's why they didn't re-sign him. And look at what JD got him for on the cheap. He and why do you think they got Corey Davis? Because he was cheap. He's not an elite running wide receiver. You are, we don't even have a, a elite 
running back, for God's sakes. There's no elite players on this team. There are no superstars. There are no veterans, true veterans, to help the young guys and mold them. And you have a rookie head coach who may not be a good head coach. Just because they make great defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators does not mean that they're going to make a good head coach. Haven't we been down this road before? But all of you, oh, all gas, no break. All gas, no break. Well, guess what? The car crash is coming soon, y'all. And I'm just going to sit here and laugh at you. And that's all I'm going to do. I am going to laugh at you. You are going to see the Jets win maybe three games. Actually, four. Maybe four. They're not going eight and nine. They're not going to win more than five games. When are you people going to wake up and see the light? So, do you all do you still love JD now? Because this is who he really is. I have, I should post a blog on it. I have every single guy that he drafted when he was with the Eagles. And I can tell you on that list, none of them are elite. They never made it to elite status. They never made it to superstar status. Number one, number two. And three, half of them are gone. They're not even on the Eagles anymore. But, oh, we all love him. Joe Douglas is the best. Oh, my God, look at him. We finally have a competent GM. <laughs> yes, but we still have Woody at the helm and Chris at the helm. But, oh, look what we have. God almighty, you guys delusional. That first game, Sam Darnold is going to kick your fucking ass. You have Sam Darnold with Christian McCaffrey, who's coming back from surgery. He's going to have a breakout year. You have DJ Moore. He has 1,000 yards receiving. You have Robbie Anderson, who has chemistry with him already, 1,000 yards receiving last year. Two wide receivers with 1,000-yard receiving. Not to mention he's got a pretty good tight end. His offensive line is pretty good. And the defense is not bad at all. They're going to make the playoffs. You're all going to be playing golf. But oh, oh, we got JD, a competent GM. Competent. How competent is he going to be when he lets Marcus May go? And then I got to see stupid fucking tweets. Oh, he's 29. It's his age. He's 29. You can sign him for five years. And he can play with the Jets until he's 35. Hello? You have players who are still playing who are in their, uh, in their 37, 38, 39. Tom Brady, for God's sakes, is 43. No, but keep telling it to yourself, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to say his name that well because I know I suck with last names. But... The tight end on the Jets, Chris Herndon, Herndon, I never can say his last name right. Um, yo, dude, what's up with the private Instagram account? Like, I follow him on like another another account, so I didn't follow him on my other, on my main account. I follow him on a separate account, another account. 
And I'm looking at it going, what the hell is he hiding? I don't see anything that he's hiding. What, uh, what are people telling him that he sucks? <laughs> I mean, are people leaving comments? Does he not realize that the people already follow him are the ones that can still leave comments that he sucks? Because where was he last year? He was, he was the ghost. Where was he last year? Now we'll go into Instagram. Okay. Um, because it really, you know, an athlete's an Instagram. Ready? Here's what I'm going to say. I'm mostly talking about football players because that's what I'm talking about. But you do see this with hockey players, basketball players, and baseball players. You do see this with them. Okay. But for the past, like, two and a half weeks, all I've seen athletes do, mostly I've seen it from um, football players, is post the famous Bible verse, love is patient, love is kind, blah, 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 blah. They don't post it the whole way through, by the way. You know, it's a, it's a very long Bible verse. They cut it off at usually, you know, love doesn't keep, you know, the number of wrongs. Because, <laughs> you know, they just want all fans to know, if you love us, don't count how many times we're wrong. But see, the whole, and I wrote a blog post on it, by the way, if you want to go read it. The whole purpose of that verse is not to tell you about love. It's to tell you what love does. It's about what love does to you and how to treat people as Christians, which, oh, all the, all the football players believe in God. Oh, yes, they tweet that shit all the time. I see God this and God that, but they never act it. And I'll tell you this. It says love is kind, right? And love is not rude. Well, then why the hell are you guys fucking rude to us on social media and not kind to us? If I'm supporting you, and I'll just pick on Sam Darnold. If I'm supporting you and I'm showing you love on social media, okay? I'm showing you love. I want to engage with you. I want to get to know you as a person. See, here's another thing that the NFL players always cry about. Ooh, fans don't see us as people, as human beings. They see us as robots. They don't see us as people. Well, I'm trying to see you as a fucking person. If I take the time out and I reach out to you and I wish you happy birthday, you can't say thank you. That's so fucking hard. Why? Because I don't have a fucking blue check mark next to my name. So that makes me a nobody. Who the hell are you? So you're going to tell me love is patient, love is kind, yet you're not going to be kind to me. You're going to be rude and ignore me, and you're not going to say thank you. So, and then as, as you go on with, with this, right? <laughs> the whole saying also goes, you know, love isn't boastful. Then why the fuck are you boasting about all the money you have, all the diamonds you wear, all the gold you wear, where you're going on vacation, how many fucking houses you have, what cars you drive? If you're going to post that shit, you don't boast about what you have. See, so you're not really understanding what you're posting. You're just posting that shit for likes. Understand what you're posting. Don't just go out there and post it. 
What the hell is wrong with you people? You have young kids who look up to you as role models, and that's what you're going to do? And then, here's the other thing. If you have a, if you have an Instagram account, post to the fucking feed, okay? Not just do your fucking stories and they disappear in 24 hours, and then you're not going to put them on as, on as highlights, so we can't go back to them. That's what Sam Donald does, by the way. And then he posts about the sponsors he does. I don't care about your fucking sponsors. I'm happy you have sponsors, honey. I'm happy people want to pay you to post things on your feed. But that's not the point of Instagram. It's not. So let me, so to backtrack, Sam doesn't respond to any fan. He's rude. He ignores you. But I guarantee you, with other with other NFL players, not with Sam, with other NFL players, if you're fucking a troll, oh, we we tell, we give attention to the trolls and to all the attention seekers. But God fucking forbid, we actually say thank you for supporting us. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for engaging with me. Thank you for that birthday wish. Thank you. They don't do that to the fan base. They do that to the trolls who want attention. They all do that most of the time. Because then I got to read tweets from other people. You know, oh, and then I have to see Cam Newton post his stupid shit. Oh, meaningless comments. Wink, wink. Yes. Oh, meaningless. You just gave the trolls ammunition to keep posting that stuff, by the way, when you post that shit. I've offered Sam Darnold to help him with his social media. Literally, I've reached out and told him, Sam, sweetheart, I have I want to help your social media look better. First of all, you have no idea what you're doing. None. I can talk none. You're good, you're getting better. I have to say he he's getting better at doing it. But, you know, heaven forbid he learns something from a, a girl. Oh, my God. A girl wants to help him. Oh, my God. The horror. The horror, Sam. I'm a, oh, my God. If I was a fucking man, oh, yeah, you'd be jumping on it. Of course you would. Because a man can teach you things. Heaven forbid you learn from a woman. Mm -hmm. And, oh, by the way, Sam, just because they're in your circle does not mean that they're in your corner. Honey, don't be so stupid and naive. I have people that are in my corner that are not in my circle. I have people in my circle that I know are not in my corner. That's why I don't tell them things. They're in my circle, but I can tell when they're not in my corner. There's a difference. Let's all learn it. Remember. You know, so anytime anyone in sports has a private account, that includes agents, people who work in the administrative offices of, you know, sports groups, like Clutch Sports, for example, is a sports agency, and some of them have private accounts. It's fishy to me. It's just like when you're dating someone, but there's no sign of it in the feed. That means they're up to no good. That means they're up to no good. It's fishy. Why would you do that? Why would you not want to have... I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, why bother even engaging with Sam with his stories? 
with his stories. Why bother? It's like a waste of my time. It literally is a waste of my time because he does not engage at all. He doesn't. So who, here's my thing, Sam. So who the hell are you showing your fucking stories to on Instagram? Who? Your friends who already have, they can, you can text them for God's sakes. Your teammates, they already know you. They already saw what you can do. You can text them on your phone. You got all the numbers. Who you're trying to impress by your by your stories? You trying to impress somebody? I, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. Like if you're not going, and that's like so many people. Like you know, they'll put some question in their story, and then I'll respond to it, and they can't say thank you. Say thank you or engage and start a conversation. You'd be surprised how well you would learn about other people if you actually engage with other people. You know, it's and here you want to be treated as human beings. There's a concept, <laughs> but yet you're rude. You're rude. I, 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 you're rude by ignoring people. And to me, you know, you're not living up to what you're posting. If you're going to put in your story or you're going to post, love is patient, love is kind, you need to then act the way that you're posting. You can't just preach it out there and expect everybody else to act that way and think that you're better than everybody else. You know, I try, there's nothing more valuable than kindness. A little bit can change a whole day. A little bit can change a whole year, a whole life. I try to extend it to each and every person, even when they reject it, like Sam does. Sam re rejects everything. All the, Almost all the NFL players reject it, except maybe I think I have one, two, three, four of them that actually have I have conversations with my little conversations here and there but I try to extend that kindness to each and every single one of you and you reject it but yet you want to post love is patient love is kind but you don't want to be kind back but you expect people to be kind to you it doesn't work that way you athletes want to be treated as human beings well here's a concept act like one There's nothing more valuable than being kind. You don't know what people are going through, through their devices. A little word from you can change someone's life forever. That's the power of social media in a nutshell. But you athletes don't want to take time to do that shit. Maybe it's time you, you do that. And to the guy on Instagram, who that messaged me, I just want to end with this, who said he had a crush on me, um, don't worry, honey, that too shall pass, <laughs> that too shall pass, I foster men until they find their forever home, that's, that's what I do, I'm overqualified to date, 
I just foster men and then they find their forever home. So don't worry, the crush you have on me will pass. And, oh, and one last thing. So, and to the guy on Twitter, that <laughs> told me I had to crack up because it, it was in my messages. I have to admit that you're beautiful. Thanks so much for admitting that I'm beautiful because God forbid that must have been so hard for you to admit that I'm beautiful. I mean, if that's your pickup line, my God, you need help. You have to admit that you're, do you really think that that was going to get me to engage with you? No. But thanks, though, because I, I laughed this morning when I saw that. <laughs> thanks. Join me tomorrow, the Sassy Show, 3 p.m. Eastern time on live on Facebook. And if you miss it, don't worry. I'll post it on the YouTube channel. Have a great day. And the day before Marcus May is not signed. We shall see. We shall see.